Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerja Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerja Jackson. Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerja Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And we are continuing our conversation around being the best version of you for our kickoff to 2023. And I'm excited to be able to have this conversation with our guest Um, Dr. Kwanda Roberts, and she has an interesting story, an engaging story, an adventurous story that I know will benefit those who need to reconnect with their dreams and stay connected to their dreams, regardless of naysayers, regardless of barriers or blockades, and being able to continue to move forward. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Kwanda Roberts. She's an OBGYN who has always harbored a passion for interior design. This single mom of two found an outlet for that passion by creating designer dollhouses. She now has over 85,000 Instagram followers who marvel at her tiny creations. I am one of those followers. They are amazing. Dr. Kwanda Roberts bought a dollhouse for her then four-year-old daughter for Christmas and gave it a makeover. Inspired by her social media success, Dr. Roberts enrolled in design school, earned a certification in interior design, and she started a successful design firm called House Calls Design Group. Since then, she has been featured in multiple media outlets, including the New York Times, Architectural Digest, People Magazine, The Kelly Clarkson Show, and many more. She is also casted, she was also casted as a featured designer on A&E's Sell This House. Dr. Kwanda Roberts has continued to craft her tiny designer masterpieces, inspiring countless people who have big design dreams, but dollhouse size budgets and families to remodel heirlooms that have sat ignored for decades. I'm excited to unpack this conversation, not only about how she got started, but how is she keeping going and recognizing when you have a dream, your best version of you is the fuel to keep it alive. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kwanda Roberts. Thank you so much, Dr. Jackson. That was a wonderful introduction. Thank, I sound great. Thank you. <laughs> you are. I tell you, I have shown so many people your Instagram tiny house cult um, page. Be and and at first, I don't tell them that 
their dollhouses and they just look and marvel. I'm like, but wait, <laughs> all of this creative design is in an, a teeny tiny miniature version that looks better than my own house. It is, <laughs> it's awesome. So I want us to jump right in. So how did you actually get started making the dollhouses? I know the story of your of your daughter, but how has it turned into you are viral? Yes. So like you said in the story, I did this dollhouse for my daughter and was instantly hooked. I fell in love with it. I didn't want to give it to her. I wanted to keep this dollhouse for myself. And I just had this light bulb that I thought, oh my God, this is how I can get all of those creative ideas out of my head and actually do something with them. I can't have 17 kitchens, but I can make 17 tiny kitchens. Uh, And that's really how I got started. I just, I got a hobby for myself with no intentions of posting it or sharing it. I thought I was the only person, you know, me and the queen were the only two adults that (laughs) planned with dollhouses and, um, but it was one of my coworkers. I just like you said, I would come in and I would show them the pictures of the houses. And um, she was like, is that is that a real house? Is that a real kitchen? You redid your kitchen. And I was like, no, no, this is I told you I'm making this doll house. And she was like, you need to post that. And I remember thinking, who would want to see it? Like, who, who who is going to be interested in it? But I did. I joined Instagram. I didn't have a page. I joined Instagram and posted the first uh, dollhouse and it went viral. I didn't even know what I was doing. I mean, lovely people on social media were like, you don't have any hashtags. I was like, what are those? (laughs) Um, But I posted there, I posted on Facebook and by the end of the week, I was getting messages from around the world. Wow. Yeah. That is, there's so much in what you just said. First of all, how often do people actually tap into their creative side and really invest time and energy into just just truly allowing themselves to be free in their creativity? And when you are actually providing value to the world around you and you are walking in a gifting that many other people don't have, you post it and share it, some amazing things <laughs> can begin to happen because it didn't even stop at viral on Instagram, right? Right, right. Yeah, after you know we went viral on social media, then the bloggers started to pick it up. And once the bloggers picked it up, it really started to go crazy. And I was getting calls in my office from the Today Show and Good Morning America and HGTV reached out. I mean, it's actually that same uh, receptionist from my office. I remember knocking on the door one day in the office and I'm in with the patient being a gynecologist. So, you know, that's a private area. So I don't usually get up. They knock and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in I'm working. Um, but she knocked a few more times and I'm a mom and I thought, oh, maybe something's wrong. So I come over to the door and I'm like, what's the matter? And she's like, um, the Today Show is on the phone out here. And I was like, they might have to hold on. <laughs> I'm in the office. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it went crazy from there. So as you just shared, you uh, were an OBGYN. You were a physician with, I'm, I'm sure, a certain amount of security and stability connected to being a doctor. 
and you stepped out of that career and into a dream. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I believe there are still people, even in 2023, after everything we've been through, recognizing that the next day isn't guaranteed for you. There are still people who are afraid to push go on their dream. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Woo, what was that like going from doctor to dollhouse designer? Um, terrifying. Um, and it's still terrifying. <laughs> it's, 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 it's still terrifying. And, you know, uh, lots of people don't understand it. I remember um, a reporter writing an article about me, which was lovely. And she was trying to get her angle and sum it up. And she wanted to sum it up by talking about dreams similar to what you are. But she said to me, but these dollhouses aren't your dream. Your dream is to be a physician. And I said, well, that that is a dream that I had and a goal that I achieved. And I've done that for over 20 years and I've worked hard and love it. But am I not allowed another? <laughs> is right. There, right. Am I not, you know, as if as if what I was doing was so trivial with these dollhouses as compared to what. And so there's a lot of it. I even think my job thought I was having some type of uh, breakdown. <laughs> they were like, she's burnt out. She needs a small break. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, yeah, it's it's been a difficult transition, a very scary transition for me. But I I just have a passion for what I'm doing. And, and until, you know, all the savings are gone, or this just doesn't work out for me. We're just going to keep pushing. I don't want to yes. look. That's what I said to myself. I don't want to look. I'm always going to be. I am still Dr. Roberts. I take shifts. I just I'm not in my private practice. Um, I will always have that. You. I will always be Dr. Roberts. You're, no one's going to take that away from me. But I don't want to look back and say, what if I wish I had tried? I, I'd rather try and fail than, than not try at all. Mm-hmm. And how do you combat when people around you think you have gone crazy because they are, as you said, um, almost discounting or diminishing your dream because they don't see the value in it? How do you keep going? You know what? Um, I tune a lot of that out. I, I, I really do. I, I tune that out and... Um, I know my own worth this is the nice thing about being an adult. I'll be 50 soon. I'm just going to put that out there because I'm proud of that um, uh, next month. And uh, so I feel good and grown, Dr. Jackson. And, you know, I and it's 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 not it's not just um, the dollhouses of the design. It's not just the, the, you know, today's show, but people on social media have reached out to me over these past few years with the dollhouses. And I get messages from them saying how much the dollhouses inspire them, mm-hmm. how much joy they get from looking at them. I get messages from people who don't leave their houses because of social anxiety, um, grief, women who have lost their children and they're doing dollhouses because they've seen me do it and how much joy that's giving them. It's a solitary activity that you could do alone. Um, I had a woman write to me saying that she and her sister started doing dollhouses because of me while her sister was undergoing chemotherapy for cancer. 
and her sister subsequently passed away, but she was still doing the dollhouses and donated them to charity in her sister's name. And honestly, that's when the, that, that's when it turned from a hobby for me, because it really just started out as a hobby and this creative outlet. And as it started to go on and I got these messages and I was, it was the same thing for me that some of these other people were getting. It was a, an outlet. I'm doing something with my hands. I'm doing something that's just for me. I'm doing something that brings me joy. That started to change my life. And when I saw that it was having an effect on other people's lives, I thought there's something there that I, that I want to push through. Mm. And you've had to push through some things. You have your own story of grief that I believe um, you shared uh, in our materials in preparation for this, in that your own experience of processing and moving through grief kind of solidified some decisions for you as well. Right. I, like you spoke about it in my bio, I, after the dollhouse went viral, I had people contacting me saying, listen, if you can design a dollhouse, you can design my real house. Are, are you a designer? And I, I thought, no, not yet. But let, let, let me let me go get some training and do that. And so I did. And that, and that had been one of my other dreams. Right. I had always, you know, dreamt of, of becoming an interior designer. And I went to design school. I started a business. And because I was viral, business was booming. I had tons of clients and um, didn't know what I was doing (laughs) on the business end. And I was just being pulled. And, you know, I was working 100 hours a week, not not exaggerating as an OB. I had this design business. I have a single mom. I have two children and I was doing the dollhouses. I was not sleeping. Mm. And I, I could not maintain that pace. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so upset, tearful, thinking, well, this has worked out. Who would have even thought this would happen, that this thing would go viral? I would become a designer. I have clients and it's still not working. What mm-hmm. like? And because I was single, I thought I can't just quit and try to do design full time because who will pay the bills? You know, it just was too much. And um, I lost one of my uh, best friends. She uh, had breast cancer. And she was another OBGYN and was just the light uh, of of my life. And I used to talk, I mean, before she was even sick, I talked about all the time. My coworkers all knew who she was because she'd always had these quotes. I could, her name was Tara uh, and Tara-isms and, you know, just the way she looked at the world. She knew she was passing away. So when she did, um, we didn't know she had done all this stuff, but she took photographs. They were like made for a magazine and she had blown them up. Uh, as posters and they had them around the, uh, the church and at the repast and quotes that she had. Um, some of her sayings, her Tara-isms were on the walls and one said, uh, you have to give the people what they want. Oh, and that, yes. was, that, that was one of the quotes. And I thought to myself, you know what? I, I, I literally can't do all of these things that I want to do, but this dollhouse thing is the thing that is moving people. This is what is having people write me or spending time with their sister who, who's suffering. Um, that's what's touching people. And I felt like she was just talking to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, OK, so that, that's 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 where I need to go. Right. 
following what the people want and recognizing and even allowing yourself to reflect on this is actually creating an impact. And I loved how you said earlier, you don't even hold on to the naysayers' statements. I think about how often people will allow themselves to ruminate over and over again on something someone said about their dream and they hold so tightly to it that it sabotages or paralyzes them from being able to move forward. But you shut that down and actually focused on what the words that gave you life because you understood your value. And I think that's also something else that people struggle with is understanding their worth and that they can add value um, with yet another dream, <laughs> right? You can have right. more than one. Right. And the same for, same for medicine. I, you're reminding me of you know, my high school guidance counselor. I, wanted, I, I knew I wanted to go to medical school. I wanted to be pre-med. And I mean, I was, I was a straight A student. I wanted to take physics. And she was just like, I don't know that you need that. And I was like, well... I want to be a science major. And of course, I took it and, and, and went on to college. And in college was the same thing. You're telling the guidance counselor there, I want to go to medical school. And he was like, well, I don't know that that's for you. You wow. know, whatever it is that you might need, you know, whatever he was thinking, um, he just didn't see me as that. And so really to get anywhere that I've been in, you just had to push that aside. Mm hmm. You know, you just I, or I have had to. I don't feel like I would have achieved anything uh, listening to the naysayers. It hasn't uh, <laughs> hasn't helped me. Right. I would have to echo the same truth for myself. Um, I remember when I decided to leave the classroom full time with benefits in security as a classroom teacher and uh guaranteed every two week uh, check. And I decided to, decided to leave the classroom to start um, an early childhood program and a family service uh, program um, that literally was an idea on a napkin. And people were like, you are crazy. What is wrong? Are you sure? Don't, I, I don't think this is a good idea. You're gonna lose how much money? And I learned from that point that when I am sure that this is my assignment, I can't make room for people who will distract me from the assignment that's going to add value to other people's lives. Right. Yeah, yeah. So oftentimes people are banking on going viral for the big break and for the for actually the evidence of of the value that they're bringing. Mm -hmm. What was your greatest lesson from social media and your viral status? Um, you know, for me, I will have to say that overall it has been very positive. Mm -hmm. And I know that social media gets a bad reputation and I understand it. I'm not that I don't see <laughs> what's out there. But I think because what I'm doing is so joyful, what I'm putting out there is joyful. Um, 
I, I get that energy, but it's sort of like having an Instagram page full of puppies. I don't get too much <laughs> vitriol from people about, you know, I mean, of course, people have their opinions and things like that. But in general, um, the, you know, the, my, my followers and some will chit chat all the time and some people we have met up and there's um, a miniature community. We've all found each other there on social media. Um, so not to gloss it over, but honestly, for me, people from the, like I said to you, from, from the first post I made on Instagram with the terrible picture quality, and I didn't know what I was doing, just strangers were like, you don't have any hashtags. If you want to be seen, you need, you need hashtags. How about those hashtags? So I don't, I don't know what it is about the images that they're seeing that, that makes people friendly and nice, but I haven't had you know, to really, I really haven't. I haven't had a lot of negativity and um, I don't do a lot of, I don't do politics and I don't do social, you know, and I've thought about that. I'm a physician. I said, you know, should I be using this platform to discuss COVID or, or, you know, things like that. And, and um, then sometimes I'm feeling badly, like, should I be using my platform for those types of things? I have so many ears you know, on me, but you know what? And this is another thing where you have to sit and think about this is the, cause I have to do that at work, right? You, you need to, you have to convince people to do the right thing or, you know, you, you I spend my life advocating like that in real life all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted the page to be arrested. Mm-hmm. I really did for me too, not just the audience. That's not what it's about. I come here. I want to show my craft. I want to share that with people. They send me pictures of what they're doing or pictures of them and their kids doing something. And it's a nice space for me to go to too. That's that's separate from all of the rest of the world. It's a tiny, beautiful space to, to sort of get lost. And I, I like it like that. Mm-hmm. Before we go on break, Two things hit me as lessons in what you just said. Um, The first actually came out of the latter is that stay true to why you start something, regardless of what other people are trying to tell you you should do with it, or even your own self-talk. Should I change this? Should I do something different? Stay crystal clear on why you started it and stick with the original intention so that it doesn't get clouded by all of the other stuff. And that you actually, if you do that, you can find community. And it's not just about posting, but you actually can create community and connection and um, advice as well as relationships, even through a viral platform. So thank you. Thank you for those two nuggets. So we're going to get ready to take a break. And if you have not had an opportunity to connect with Living Strong, I encourage you to pop over to our website, livingstrongllc.com. And it's an opportunity for you to see how we are committed to continuing to help others understand that wherever you are now, Whatever you have been through, it does not define your tomorrow and that you can actually use what you've learned, what you've experienced, the good and the bad, to learn how to live strong and to move forward. Yep, 
on the flip side. So we'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit SandraCoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. So welcome back. And we have been having a conversation with Dr. Kwanda Roberts, who this single mom of two um, started off as an OBGYN and she pursued another dream. She can have more than one dream and she has been helping to inspire us to stay focused, to shut down the naysayers and stay true to adding value to the world around you. And just before we came back from break, I actually was asking a question from one of our faithful listeners. You all hear me reference Nancy all the time. Nancy asked, when did you learn that you needed to push aside what the naysayers were telling you? And I was just asking and sharing with our Facebook community, was there a point in time and you were referencing your mom? Right. I mean, I think it was ingrained in me. I can't even, I can't pick a time because, you know, my mom uh, had me when she was 18 and she was single and a college freshman and, you know, which is already uh, a big deal from, you know, the, the uh, neighborhood where she grew up in where nobody, people didn't go off to college. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, everybody told her, she, you will not succeed. You know, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your life is over. And because she wanted to be a lawyer that had been her lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. So this poor kid with this baby, you know, and uh, well, I shouldn't say it's not like today, but my great my grandparents were like, listen, you want to have a baby, you grown. You can mm. go ahead and you mm. can't live here, <laughs> you know. Um, and so she had to find her way and she did. And she, she uh, went back to school and eventually went to law school. 
I went straight through to law school, uh, taking me with her. We lived in the dorms together. She took me to class with her um, and she worked and she did it. So to be honest with you, I never knew any other way. I mean, she had a similar story of mine when she told her guidance counselor that she wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and they told her that was not possible for her either. She, that she should be a teacher. You're good in English. You should be a teacher. Which teachers are great, but her dream was to be a lawyer. So I was not raised with limitations in mind. I, I can't even think of a time where I thought that there was something that I couldn't do if, mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Wow. So from the very beginning... And um, that reminds me of uh, the session I actually just finished doing with Nancy on the PA Care Partnership um, virtual speakers platform, where we really talked about the power of belonging from the earliest stages of development and how that creates a root in our ability to recognize, because you even said earlier on that you know your worth, you know your value. And and I see the direct connection in that root system that your mother provided for you to grow from. I love it. So if we think about um, your process as an OBGYN, and now you are venturing into an entire product line around your um, your miniature furniture, your dollhouse furniture. Can you tell us what it has been like um, for your journey as an entrepreneur? I know. I know. Frustrated. <laughs> I Frustrated. know you want to be honest. Yes. It's 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 frustrating. Um, you know, when I left my job um, as an OB, left my private practice, I thought I had the world by the tail at that at that time. I had just finished t- filming Sell This House for A&E. Mm-hmm. I had been contacted by production companies that were coming out of the woodwork. We want to do your sh- a show with you for your own television show. We love what you're doing. And I had I was pitching this idea of the product line and I had a show on a major network and we, I had investors for this product line I wanted to launch and um, we were ready to go. And I remember thinking, because like I said, my job thought I was crazy and I thought, huh, I'm getting ready to show you. you. You don't even know what's coming your way. That was January of 2020. Wow. And then COVID hit in March of 2020, and it all disappeared. Mm-hmm. Show got shelved. Mm-hmm. Investors back there. So nobody's going to be shopping. We don't even know what's happening. Nobody's investing in any new products. We're not sure now. And I thought, well, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, is it time to tuck tail and run back to work? You know, what do I what do? I do? Um, and, you know, I sat, it, it took me a while to sort of get my bearings around that and grieve that process. And, and then I just was like, you know what, I'm going to try. I had it still, I still get, uh, but lots of naysayers. How do I do this on my own? Mm-hmm. How do I get, fun- how do I, you know, oh, you can't, 
it's big money, it's big business. You you need all of these people to do it. And um, you know, I tried all of the people, and it just what it just wasn't it, it wasn't working for me. They didn't see the vision or. Okay, well, you can sit and be creative, we'll t- but we'll t- we'll take the profit and all. You just <laughs> we'll put your name on it. And I was like, well, no, hold on. <laughs> That's that, I don't want to sell myself. I'm trying to tell you I have this, this big idea. Um, so I spent a bunch of time ch- trying to learn and understand and books and podcasts and driving my kids crazy. Now what are we listening to, mom? I'm like, listen, <laughs> I need to figure out this marketing and branding and SEO and e-commerce. And I don't know anything about that. I spent the last 20 years taking care of women. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just decided to, I'm not willing to, it's like I was saying to you, I'm not willing to give up. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, then, then it then it doesn't work. But it, but until I get out there and it's, it's launched, um, I, I'm just not going to give up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. You you continue to study, learn, get better. Um, I think there's a, a real challenge that many people, when we hit an obstacle, do we actually believe enough in the dream for us to stay true to it even when it gets hard? And that's a test. That's a test. How do you continue to manage your own? I know that you dismiss the naysayers, but what do you do for yourself? Are there practical things that you do regularly um, to control and manage your own self-talk? You know, honestly, sometimes I go back to those messages, the ones that I'm telling you that I got from uh, uh, and I still get um, from the social media um, community. I'll come back and and look at those or I run into someone new. I meet someone new and I show them or or tell them and they still it's the same excitement as the first time I did it. I can't believe this is a dollhouse. I can't believe, um, you know, I want one. I mean, the number of people that are in my inbox every day, when are you, Christmas just came. People are like, I know you're selling dollhouses. It's Christmas time. So I just feel like, yeah, because I'm a human, you know, I, of course I get, I get down on myself. And I think to myself, you really need to go going back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, you know, we have all of the things I have borrowed from my retirement and stuff. And I'm thinking, I hope this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. But I just I believe and I hope, you know, I don't I don't feel foolish yet. And we haven't done anything that has jeopardized anything. That's what I tell myself. You hear my talk. This is what I tell myself. I haven't done anything I can't come back from. I know how to work. Yes. I have my license. I still take shifts. Women are always having babies. I have a job that will always be in demand. I could pivot tomorrow and go back to what I was doing and work and work and work and work, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and get myself on a strong financial footing. But if I ever want to get off of that, where I was humping, 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 I have to do something new and different. That's what I tell myself. I can go back to that, but I didn't want to work 80 hours a week anymore. I want to see my children grow up. 
You know, when they were smaller, they used to say, we used to drive past the hospital and they would go, there's mommy's house. Wow. So, wow. They were, you know, I haven't talked much about them, but they were a big impetus behind uh, what else can I do? What else can I do that brings me joy? Like taking care of women brings me joy, but also doesn't sacrifice my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. There goes mommy's house. Prioritizing what message you're also giving your children. I think about as an entrepreneur, what does what do my daughters think about what I'm doing? And when they talk about um, how mom followed her dream, how she actually is adding value, um, what will they say? And so how can I continue to live the legacy that I want to leave for them? Not just the job that I do, but the, the actual way that I lived. Yeah. What would you say you hope as you continue to build this dream. And we're gonna talk about the product line after we come back from this break. But what would you say you hope to be a legacy message for your children? The same message that my mother taught me, which is that you can do or be anything you look in that mirror, that person is important. There's not somebody else that can tell you who you are. You have to learn who you are. Um, you know, so we start there. But, you know, once you know yourself, it makes a lot of things out in the world a little bit easier to do. Maybe not easier, but you don't need so much convincing right. that it's possible um, if you if you have self-knowledge and you believe in yourself. Yeah. When you are able to really understand that there, you are here on this planet um, for a purpose and you have value, and honestly, there's something uniquely designed for you. I think helping young people from a very early age understand that could actually change the trajectory to some of the things that they are struggling with, a gener- an entire generation is struggling with now. Woo! I tell you, people in the chat, they say, woo, this is deep. <laughs> I know, I know, I know Facebook. Y'all thought we were just talking about dollhouses. The dollhouses have value, but she is using dollhouses as a vehicle for us to continue to understand what persevering for your dream looks like, what it sounds like. So we are going to take another short break. And I would love, um, Dr. Um, Kwanda Roberts, for you to tell people where they can actually find you on Instagram so they can become a part of the the viral Fever. I am at Tiny House Calls, literally Tiny House Calls on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, YouTube, all the same handle for all of those places. I would love for you to come join. Everything that you're seeing there is miniature. Don't be fooled. 
all of his tiny uh, that you see on there. So you can find me at Tiny House Calls. And I'm so glad she said that because you will when you're looking like, wait, is this a wait? No, this cannot be a dollhouse. And then she pulls this pulls back and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is a dollhouse. It's fascinating. So stay with us. We're going to take another short break and then we'll continue to kind of unpack what's on the horizon for tiny house calls. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit SandraCoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veardra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. So welcome back to our flip side conversation. And I honestly have to even add a hashtag of my own of endurance and perseverance when it comes to your dream. Dr. Kwanda Roberts has been telling us about tiny house calls. And I actually wanted, before I asked about the horizon, I wanted to go back to something you unpacked for us and how your dream um, really started at the beginning of 2020. And we all know what happened and what has continued to create a ripple effect. For, for those who are still trying to navigate surviving um, and, and learning how to stay standing, how have you been dealing with financial uncertainty as you're continuing to build this dream? Um, obviously, just like everybody else, that's, that's been the hardest part mm-hmm. um, because there is no other income. It's just me. 
And, you know, when I originally left work, I had my savings. I did all of the right things. I didn't know we were going to be in the pandemic. <laughs> I didn't know this show was going to get, you know, canceled and all of these things weren't going to happen. Um, so, you know, it was wholly unprepared for that. And, you know, once I made the decision to keep trying, I just had been, you know, again, just trying to move in this piece here and doing a little bit more of this over here, um, but really in living extremely, extremely lean. And, I, you know, I learned a lot of lessons. I spent unnecessary money and I did things. It's, it's easy not to spend any money on go anywhere. <laughs> we'll go anywhere. We're going to sit right here <laughs> and play some games in this house. Um, yeah, but we, you know, we live really, really lean. And that, that's, that's, that's how we've been doing it. You know, I, I just stopped spending where I could and, uh, you know, thank, thank goodness for this little student loan pause and taking advantage of all the pausing. There's something to be paused. I'm going to pause it right now, uh, until I can, can, can get things going. But, um, I just, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm close, I'm getting there. And if I can just, get over this last little push, um, then, then I'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah. So you actually had the hard conversation with yourself about your finances, which I think a lot of people are afraid to get honest about. And your dream was more important than your spending habits. So you made some sacrifices, right? Many people will struggle to reconcile how important the dream is and begin to um, correct or reroute the ship in order to, to make sacrifices. And sometimes a dream will cost you some things, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Besides, besides finances. Absolutely. There's, there's, I don't know a thing that's worth having that didn't take hard work. Maybe it exists. It would be great, but I haven't heard of it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You know, I just, I haven't. Medicine was no different. Medical school, getting into school, studying for school. I didn't party through college. I had, you know, it just, you know, the work and, and um, all of it for me has been um, hard work. I have, you know, and I think that's true for, for, for anyone. You have to put in the work, I think, um, you know, to get to get the results. If they, like I said, if there's another way, somebody put in the chat and, <laughs> and let me know, because I'll, I'll listen. I'll do it a different way. This is the only way I know how to do it. I don't know another way. I literally just um, sent an email to a colleague um, saying that same thing. So I think we're on the same page. There was, there's some adversity, some challenges that um, she was encountering and she was getting ready to quit. And I said to her, the same thing you just said, no one has done anything significant without it being hard and actually costing you something. So have you counted the cost and recognize you are enough to carry it forward? Uh, so what does forward look like for you? What's on the horizon? So uh, as you've alluded to, I am planning on launching my online uh, 
designer doll houses and furnishings and eventually um, dolls as well. Uh, when I started doing the doll houses, what I quickly found is that more modern doll houses, miniatures really don't exist. I think when people hear it, they think of sort of Victorian looking houses and furnitures, and that's really what's on the market. You cannot find modern things. So that's how I started making my own things. I didn't want to. I wanted to buy a little sofa, um, but they weren't selling. You know, I didn't want a Queen Anne style. I wanted one that looked like the one I would sit on. And I couldn't find it. And I started making my own. Um, and I, you know, would go on to uh, like Etsy or something. And there would be a few people selling them. But, you know, it's like $400. And I'm like, well, can I sit on it? Or. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought I can't give me what I can sit on $400, which I get. I mean, I make this stuff. So it's no, no, no shame for the people who are working hard. It's, it's hard to do. So I get it. It's time consuming. It's worth $400. I just didn't have $400 to, to, to spend on it. Um, and so I just got it. And, and we're all in the same boat. We all get the same messages. Everybody that's in this dollhouse community are trying to make the same things or get the same things. And I was like, you know what? There's this is missing in the market and it doesn't have to be expensive for everyone because I think people think, well, and it historically has been a very expensive hobby. If you're, if you're doing the real model looking ones that are wooden and, and things like that, um, they can be expensive. And I just didn't want that. I didn't want it. I didn't want to try to sit and, you know, have an Etsy store where you do have to charge that kind of money because it's so time consuming for you to make these things. And I thought this should be for everybody. Oh. Everybody that's at home, you know, an adult, a kid, whoever, this really should be for everybody. And so that's what I focused on, making something that's really not on the market. I, this is my baby. This is my prototype. And she's pretty. <laughs> I feel sad this for, the radio, for the people on the radio. But <laughs> those on pretty. Facebook, but yeah. isn't she beautiful in the background? So, Come on, give her some heart. She's so pretty. And, you know, I all I tried to address all of the things that frustrate me as a dollhouse hobbyist. That it's there's sort of two things. You have kits that are made for like three year olds, uh, which is how I started with my daughter that look a little immature. Um, and then you have the really ornate ones that take you two years to build and all of that. And there's a market for both of those. But I wanted something in between. So for those of us that like modern style, um, but when are we able to open the box and put it together? We don't want to spend two months putting it together. We want to play today and, and, and get, <laughs> get, get, get to the thing. So this little one, I put this, this was about 30 minutes of me putting this together. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. What? Yeah. I timed myself 30 minutes out of the box. It comes painted. It's This is what you get in the kit that you see just like that. You don't have to do anything. If you want to. I tried to do that, too. So if you're a person that wants to zhuzh it up on your own and I have siding, if you want brick, I made this nice and flat so you can put something over it if you want and, and make it your own if you want to or change the colors or things. But if you if you want to get started, you open the box and you can get started. And that's really something that is not uh, out there on the market. So I, I worked really hard trying to um, do that and find something that was affordable and since it's sitting here, I just want to show you a little piece. This is one of my favorite things from yeah. the lines. Can you see that little Look, thing? I love it. This is so cute. It, Y'all, 
Y'all know. Go ahead. Go ahead and in the in the chat. She is showing us one of for those of you on the radio, she is showing us one of her pieces. I'm encouraging you to go to Tiny um, House Calls on Instagram. You will be amazed at the modern miniature furniture line. Look at this. It's a faucet. Y'all know y'all need to put the thumbs up and the hearts in. (laughs) It's a faucet. Yeah. So I'm starting, you know, so it'll be the, it'll eventually, um, right now, I'm trying to not make myself go too too much with the house, with the launch. I'll have all of the pieces for the first floor um, because those are the things that I think people want the most. Some of the things that are the hardest to make, the faucet kitchen things that are hard to make on your own upholstery like uh, sofas and things like that I can't reach far enough to grab one but so I'm going to start with those things and I'll see how it goes and sells and then we'll move on to the other floors uh and the house so you already have people in the chat they said they're giving her thought thumbs up hearts <laughs> it said i know what my baby is getting next christmas <laughs> it's an amazing yes so tell us about we only have about 3 minutes left tell us about how we can support you in launching this affordable dollhouse line by a female black owned business that is getting ready to hit the market and be revolutionary because it will reach, be able to be reachable to the everyday consumer. How can we support you? Thank you for asking. Um, If you go onto my website, which is tinyhousecalls.com, you can sign up for notifications from when we launch. I will be launching a crowdfunding campaign uh, right now, we're looking for about the end of February to launch the crowdfunding campaign. No investors, no venture capitalists. I'm going straight to the people. The people have been there who have supported me. And so it'll be pre-sales. You can buy the house, buy the furnishings through the crowdfunding campaign. Um, and you'll get notifications of when we launch. If you go onto my website at that tinyhousecalls.com, sign up for the newsletter, you'll get notified of when the crowdfunding campaign launches, and then you can start your pre-orders for anything that you want. Dr. Kwanda Roberts has given us, again, inspiration, but she has modeled for us perseverance. And when I think about our theme for January and the reason why I asked her to come on the flip side, in closing, I when I think about being the best version of you, it includes not quitting on you. You are here for a reason. Nobody else has to get your vision or your calling because it wasn't given to you. She has modeled for us, has given us insight and continuing to follow her dream. Won't we support her? Tiny house calls. And I can't stress enough, you have to go and see the pictures. It'll blow your mind. (laughs) Thank you again, Dr. Kwanda Roberts, for being on the flip side. Thank you so much, Dr. Jackson. (laughs) So same time, same place next week, right here on the flip side. And we will continue to unpack being the best 
version of you. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.